Right. So we yep. bought one family from there, mm-hmm. paid off all their debt, and now uh, next phase because it's not enough to buy and make them free because then they will go back, keep working there, and be again Continue back. Continue the in, cycle. Yeah. Right. Right. But we have like the whole project for this. Okay. Like first phase is to buy them. Second right. phase. So mm-hmm. third phase will be to start and give them a small business so they can right. leave working on the Brooklyn's and through the business they can, you know, feed their right. family and then they can grow. They can go to church. They can be more free to do mm-hmm. things and they can send their children to go to school. Right. Because the education finally in future, we believe, will change their next generation and yep. future. Yep. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. Real discussions, real opinions, real stories and testimonies, real church talk. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Give, give generously. Yes. Um, so speaking of giving and giving generously, um, we definitely, we want to spend uh, quite a bit of time uh, sharing. I know there's a multitude of ministries yes. um, it, and probably worldwide, you know, um, but I know that there's many ministries um, there in Pakistan. We want to talk about some of the ministries there. We want to talk about obviously the brick kiln ministry. Um, so, I mean, just tell us a little bit, you know, about the ministries you do there in Pakistan and um, yeah, just, just, just share. Uh, the ministry, like, as I was sharing in the beginning, that uh, my father started uh, as a pastor since mm-hmm. 1974. So, uh, so when I grew up, I gave my life to Christ and my father started taking me with him. So this is how the ministry started, the calling of God in my life. Okay. Later on, God has been growing it and all these things happened. And, you know, like uh, now in Pakistan, God is using us, uh, as I was sharing earlier, about teaching training leaders Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I started like back in 2006 after getting, uh, you know, training from Haga Institute, went back to Pakistan, then got the training from, you know, Keystone Project from mm-hmm. South Dakota, went mm-hmm. back to Pakistan, started teaching and training the leaders and believers in Pakistan in churches mm-hmm. uh, for church planting, for discipleship, for evangelism, for missions, all these things, and for spiritual warfare. So God has been using me since 2006 more teaching and training the leaders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Pakistan and uh, helping them to equip them to strengthen them in the faith, in the vision, mm-hmm. in the missions, on evangelism, church planting, discipleships. Right. So God has been using that, but with that, now God has been opening more doors because my father, uh, as I was sharing, I didn't want to be a pastor because I see my father's financial situation, you know, right. was not good enough. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the point, I said, I would never be a pastor. He was working among people who were in the villages, uh, working as, you know, for the farmers. Mm -hmm. And those people didn't have, of course, the cash money or things. People used to give him offering like flour, rice, vegetables, Mm -hmm. things like that. And he used to go to the people who make bricks. Uh, So I used to go with him too. Mm-hmm. And the people who make bricks have very low wages. Mm-hmm. Their lives are 
like uh, modern days of slave in Pakistan. It's like technically mm-hmm. not like le- uh, legally right. slavery. It's not right. legally slavery. Right. Uh, let me explain it. What is legally slavery and what is uh, technically slavery? Okay. Legally slavery is like the slavery like it used to be in the old age. And right. even these days in many places, there mm-hmm. is a legal slavery, mm-hmm. which means you pay the whole amount in lump sum at one time and you buy a person to be right. your slave forever. Right. So that's a legal slavery. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But that is not what I'm talking about. Right. These Brooklyn peoples are not legal slaves. Mm-hmm. They have not been bought, right. you know, and paid the price. Mm-hmm. But the system has made them slave. Mm-hmm. That's why I called uh, modern day slavery. Right. Because they are like a slave under the system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yep. if you Google this, you will see so many stories, so right. many, uh, you know, videos, yep. documentaries on these things, what I'm talking about. Yep. yep. So the people over there, like because the wages are very low, number one thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this is very difficult for a father to support the children. Mm-hmm. So the father would take like uh, debt from the owner of the uh, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. uh, you know, factory. Mm-hmm. Yep. They will take debt one year, next year, <laughs> and this is also uh, like a seasonal job too. We have mm-hmm. monsoon raining seasons in Pakistan for two, three months. There is a lot of raining, and wow. you cannot make the bricks during that uh, okay. you know season. So then, how you're gonna feed your children? Mm-hmm. Right. You will get more loan. Yep. Yep. So they keep getting more loans if there is a like somebody is sick. If there is a marriage, you know, mm-hmm. marriage always mm-hmm. cost you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, money, so they take loans and get married. So this is how they get under the debt so much. Right, right. Because it's and um, it's debt. It's uh, debt slavery. Debt, debt slavery. slavery. Yes. Um, I think bonded, bonded, bonded debt slavery yes. is what a lot of the articles refer to it as. Yes. Yeah. And yep. uh, you know, even in that slavery, I would say slavery because the owner of one Brooklyn can sell these workers the to the other owner. Right, right. Because let's suppose I am the owner of the Bricklins, mm-hmm. and I decided not to run this business anymore, mm-hmm. and I want to sell the business. So the next right. buyer, yep. I would sell these workers to the next buyer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How, how it would happen? Like, whatever they own me, like if the one person owned me like, uh, $1,000, $2,000, $3,000, the next buyer would pay to me. Okay, yep. you they yep. own you to this, I will pay to you. Yep. So he can have those workers continue. Mm-hmm. So this is how even they can sell these workers to the next buyer. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, it's coming under the kind of slavery, but not the legal, mm-hmm. technically, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So this is how they are slaved. And that really broke my heart. Yeah, I have some other uh, situations, the videos that how many of the Brooklyn workers have been persecuted, have mm-hmm. so many issues, like the harassment of the woman who works there, and the sexual abuse of the woman who works there, and the child labor, 
you know, the children, mm-hmm. we were on this trip in April right. uh, over there. And with one of my friend, brother Richard Showalter was with me. And uh, he was taking interview from these people who worked there. Mm-hmm. So he asked them uh, one question that how old your children uh, started working with you guys? Mm-hmm. So the man answered, he said, from six, seven years old, they started helping the parents making bricks. And think about how mm-hmm. six, seven years old, a child can help, you know, making bricks. Yep. Yep. They start working little bit small works with the parents. So this is a child labor. This is a woman harassment. This is a sexual right. abuse. Right. Uh, so in this kind of, you know, slavery workers on bricklins, there are so many things. And I am not talking just in the air. You Google mm. it, you find it. Right, right. Absolutely. So many stories, so yeah. many videos, so many things happened. And this is not only, I'm not talking only in Pakistan. This is around right. other countries around Pakistan. Mm-hmm. You know, if yep. you see, this is happening in many different countries. Yeah. So that really broke my heart for these people. And these people, uh, many of them have not opportunities to go to the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so... So it's not just slavery uh, yeah. to work. To work. You still remain uh, in bondage, you know, without yes. salvation and deliverance yes. know, that they could get. Yeah. So these, ne- these people need the gospel. Right. They need the word of God to hear. They need the prayers. Mm-hmm. They start working from sunrise to sunset. And think about when they can have the time for prayer. Right. Yep. They cannot manage their time because they are under the time of the owner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then uh, our team and we, we go to the, uh, you know, Bricklins to preach them. And as you can see on my Facebook, how yep. many different pictures and the videos that when we are preaching on the Brooklyn, mm-hmm. we go there to them yep. because we understand this is difficult for them in many cases, so many times, not everybody, mm-hmm. but most of them, yeah. that they have not opportunity to go to, uh, you know, to the church. So we take the church there. We take the yeah. word of God there to them, to preach, to teach, to pray with them, and to sit down in their homes. They invited us. We go to their homes, and we eat with them. Mm-hmm. So this is how God is using us to work with these people. God loves mm-hmm. them. Jesus mm-hmm. gave his life for them. Mm-hmm. And, yep. you know, and other thing we heard, we see among them that when we, in last about six Years, God has given us the opportunity to distribute 32,000 Bibles all over Pakistan with our team. And the main team leaders for distributing Bibles is Azim Munir. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is my brother in law, my wife's yep. younger brother, yep. and his wife, Clara Azim, and my uh, wife's elder brother, Naim Munir, and his wife, Rachel okay. uh, Munir. So these are the main resources mm-hmm. for the Bibles and to provide to the God's Fellowship Ministry those Bibles to distribute all over the Pakistan because Sister Rachel and Sister Clara, they are my sister-in-laws, okay. married to my yeah. brother-in-laws. Yeah. 
So they had been working with the organizations, uh, you know, to uh, provide Bibles in different Mm -hmm. countries. So Mm -hmm. after marriage, they shared with them that how we are working as a God's Fellowship Ministries of Pakistan, uh, you know. So then this organization started helping us and now God is using us to distribute Bibles all yeah. over Pakistan. But the point is when we were distributing and we tried to give Bibles to these people who work on bricklets, mm-hmm. they didn't accept it because they told us they cannot read it. And this Bible will be at home sitting. Not even one person from the family can read it. Wow. Wow. And the Bible says that the faith comes by hearing and yeah. hearing from the word of God. Right. Yeah. Yep. So absolutely. This is how, uh, like, uh, we realized. Oh wow! These people even cannot read the word wow. of God. Wow. Even we can provide them free, but they cannot use it. Right. Then we start praying and asking God to provide us something like they can use. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then there is a audio Bible. Mm-hmm. And then. Yep. We started sharing with the churches and the friends, please help us to get audio Bibles and Mm -hmm. to give out to these people who cannot read it. Right. Yep. Not only like Brooklyn, but but also in the villages, people Mm -hmm. cannot read it. Right. So thank God, one of the church helped us and one of other organizations to get audio Bibles. Right. And, uh, you know, this is how God is helping us to get audio Bibles mm-hmm. from uh, different friends. But we got those Bibles, we gave out. Now, we, as we were sharing, we go by faith. Right. So now we are believing for more financial support and help to buy these audio Bibles and to mm-hmm. give out in Pakistan to the people who cannot read the Bible. Right. Not only in Pakistan, I was in uh, Canada, you know, okay. uh, in May. And I met over there Pakistani families and uh, Indian families and local Canadian families. And uh, over there, I met, uh, you know, one sister, and she cannot read the Bible. Wow. She immigrated wow. to there, yeah. and she she was trying to memorize the Bible. Okay. <laughs> the verses. Good for her. The, the <laughs> yeah. verses. And she was struggling a lot because wow. she cannot read. Yeah. So when I saw this and we met her and we told her, I said, okay, what about if we give you the audio Bible? You mm-hmm. can just hear this. Right. She was so happy. <laughs> she said, I want that. So mm-hmm. praise God, I had in my, you know, a bag. Right. So I gave to her. Wow. wow. And then I gave one to another brother. And I have one video of that, but couldn't mm-hmm. make the other one. So not only in Pakistan, God is using this to give away to different countries wherever we find the people who mm-hmm. cannot read the Bible. Right. But now at least they can hear the word yeah. of God yep. just by pushing one word. And yep. God can speak to them by hearing. Right. Right? Right. So this is another point. We are working on Brooklyn. Most of the time, the people cannot read. So we want to provide them audio Bibles. And... Uh, we want to support them financially, and we want to buy at one time our one uh, slave family to pay mm-hmm. off their debt to get them free. Right. As you know, mm-hmm. praise God on this trip that Brother TJ helped and the 
uh, you help and the other friends helps us right. to buy a family. Right. So we yep. bought one family from there, mm-hmm. paid off all their debt. And now uh, next phase, because it's not enough to buy and make them free because then they will go back, keep working there and be again. Continue back the in, cycle. Yeah. Right. Right. But we have like the whole project for this. Okay. Like first phase is to buy them. Second right. phase to try to help them. Mm-hmm. If the people stand with us, because as you know, we don't have in our back balance thing to right. continue <laughs> these things. Right. So it right. depends if the people stand with us, help us, uh, you know, financially yep. to support those families mm-hmm. until until we get the third phase, which is a business. Mm-hmm. Small business. The mm-hmm. third phase will be to start and give them a small business so they can right. leave working on the Brooklyn's yep. and through the business, they can, you know, feed their right. family and then they can grow. They can go to church. They can be more free to do mm-hmm. things and they can send their children to go to school. Right. Because the education finally in future, we believe, will change their next generation and yep. future. Yep. And other story like I would like to share with here. Okay. Uh, with you about uh, how it can happen mm-hmm. on the same like uh, Brooklyn place where we were taking interview from the people. Mm-hmm. Brother Richard Showalter, he asked a question and I was interpreting. He asked a question to the people. Is there any story or testimony that the people paid off their own debt without mm-hmm. any help mm-hmm. and okay. made themselves free? That was very good question. I like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they told us that there are two stories on that okay. Brooklyn, two families. They paid off their whole right. debt and made the whole families free. Right. So we asked them, okay, would you please help us to understand how did it happen? Yep. So they told us that, most of the time, the Brooklyn workers people, they try to send their children to school mm-hmm. to get education. But when they are like six, seven years and uh, uh, they cannot afford them to send school. Okay. And then they need their help at making bricks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like about 90% plus people, they stop sending their children to school and get their help. Or making bricks. Yep. But those two families did not stop their children yep. to d- send to mm-hmm. school. They like worked hard, struggle more, mm-hmm. but keep continue yeah. sending their children to school uh, as they got a higher education. Right. Then they got their jobs yep. and the children saved money and right. paid off and right. made the whole families free out of debt right. and right. slavery by paying by their education yep. and getting good you know jobs yep. so that gives us another point that how we can help these people mm-hmm. for long term for future mm-hmm. that the education can also make them free right absolutely that, that's a universal uh, principle yes. whether in america canada pakistan philippines yes if if you don't uh, at least get a certain level of education. If you're completely uneducated, if you can't read, if you, you know, but if you get educated and, or, you know, you have a skill or a trade that's valuable, this is a, um, the number one way, obviously to climb out of poverty, yes. you know, so, so to, that to, is, that is an other project in future. Right. We, 
are going to do starting like education system on the Bricklins. Free education system on the wow. Bricklin for Bricklin uh, people's children. Right. Wow. So that's like our next project will be in future. But for that, we need, you know, more money, more yep. funds, more partners. So we are praying for those partners who would stand us to start not only education, because there are some children who are adult, okay. cannot go back to start education from the zero, you know, from primary right. or first grade. Right. They, yep. they are like 15 years, 16 years old already. Yep. So for them, we what we were talking like actually when we made this uh, family free and paid off this time, when we were sitting there and we were talking to the family and their mm-hmm. children, only mm-hmm. one daughter of was going to school. She was in sixth grade, seventh grade, and she was also going to like quit. So my wife, wow. she was encouraging her keep yep. going, but the parents said they cannot afford. Then uh, when we were coming on the way back, my wife, she shared with me, Sumara, she said, you know, mm-hmm. I was sitting there thinking about these children's future. And uh, I felt in my spirit that God put in me, you know, my mind mm-hmm. that we can rent a place here and we can use as a multiple purpose, mm-hmm. like renting a house, three, right. four bedrooms. Yep. In the morning, we can have that as a school. Right. For the children of the Bricklins. Yep. Afternoon, we can have that as a training center. Mm-hmm. We can hire some teachers who can teach the adult ladies how mm-hmm. to stitch and sew the clothings. Right. right. And also, you know, how to do makeup things like so they can work in a parlors, saloons, mm-hmm. haircutting. And the boys is kind of same right. uh, learning technical things. Right. So they yep. can work out of the Bricklin areas mm-hmm. and can start supporting the family. Yeah. So this is our next, you know, plan and we are yep. praying for that. And we are just, you know, yep. uh, asking God to guide us step by step right. how to do that. Because right. again, this is a vision impossible for us. Right. And it's, it's, um, everything. it's, it's yeah. not your vision or my vision, you know, and it's not our plan. So yes, the only thing you can do, like you said, is, is take the first step, you know, and yes. accomplish the first step. Um, it's good. It's good to hear because it is um, a complex uh, problem. It, it needs there's several different issues that need to be addressed. Like you said, you know, uh, a, a better job, you know, different jobs, better jobs, education. Um, so it's a complex situation that it's not just buying them out of the debt and then problem solved. Uh, you can end up yes. right back in the same problem. So um, um, I don't say that I was, I wouldn't say that I was concerned that, you know, you guys weren't doing a good work here, you know, but it's actually more reassuring uh, to hear you speak of the complexities and and what your, I guess, plan of attack or your next plan uh, to help continue this work is. Um, I, I had the same uh, experience when I went to the Philippines and I talked to, you know, one of the main pastors there, he, he, you know, I asked him what's the solution because I mean, we walked through like a square mile of like shanty, what we call shanties. You know, yes. like villages, huts, scrap yes. metal, and and just people after people, thousands. You know, and you know they're serving yeah. these neighborhoods, and I'm like, well, look, it's nothing against food. You know, because one of the things they were doing was they were doing a food program that day, and I said, you know, it's nothing against food, but 
um, or even preaching the gospel to them. You know, they need yeah. that. But but how does this fix gospel the problem? Will, yeah, how the gospel you know? <laughs> will bring the hope and happiness right. to them. Right. You yeah. know, um, but but long story short, I'll say that, you know, but he ended up telling me um, he understood the complexities of the problems within the country, of the problems within the people. And actually kind of his attempt was what you're doing, which was uh, kind of church planning leadership training to to build up, you know, four or five leaders within the communities instead of just giving out sandwiches and, and rice and things like that. They were actually building leaders that could maintain and then build up, you know, from there. Um, yes. But they understood the complex situation. They had a, a variety of solutions. So um, it sounds like it's pretty, pretty the same for you. Yes. Wow. Uh, so you, God has given you that experience to see the things and situations in Philippines. Right. Right. Yep. So absolutely. this is this is called mission. Yeah, absolutely. So, yes. <laughs> absolutely. This is called mission. Yes. It is a mission. Yes. <laughs> boy, oh boy. So, uh, we are so thankful to our friends wow. who have been with us, standing with mm-hmm. us like you, Brother TJ, and other friends, right. churches, yep. helping us, supporting us to continue this. But mm-hmm. as we were talking, it's a flow system. Right. The funds come, we spend right. it, then we are again, you know, from the beginning. Right. So we need right. some people Keep it who, flowing. Can, who can continue right. be a partner like on monthly basis right. with us. Yeah. More consistent. That will help us consistent. That right. will help us a lot to continue to do this. Right. Right. And uh, so that's what we are praying. And we are asking our friends to be with us like monthly basis. They can go right. to our websites. They can right. like put their like over, you know, whatever the amount, amount doesn't matter. It's yeah. your heart. Yep. It's your, you know, uh, right. passion. And it's your prayer. Right. Amount doesn't matter. Right. It can be as mm-hmm. low as $1. Right. That's, that's not about amount. That's about your passion yep. and making difference, yep. you know, in people's life uh, around the world. Yep. So whatever the amount the people want to be with us as a partner, they can go to the website you know, God's mm-hmm. Fellowship uh, Ministries of ministries. Pakistan. Yep. Yes. So www.godsfellowshipministries.org. Yep. And they can be a partner over there one time, monthly, mm-hmm. yearly, whatever they want. And that will help us to continue to do this mission in Pakistan and around the world right. to take the gospel in the places where not everybody would like to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's why... Um... You know, like I like I talked to you before, you know, when I made the original uh, like Facebook video uh, and YouTube video that I wanted to put out um, when we wanted to help you raise the money for that first family. Um, I realized that, you know, I know who you are. I trust you. And I know this is a good ministry and a good mission to, to support. Um, but the people that I'm reaching out to don't. So yes, I need... they, don't met, they never met me. They right. never, you know, they don't know me. And right. uh, so, yeah. Right. So, but they know you, so right. this is how God works. They trust you, so through you they can trust me because right. this is kind of like uh, reference and confirmation. Yes. Yes. So, yep. And now having you here, they can uh, learn about you a little bit personally. Um, yes. And also, uh, and of course, with the video and on the uh, on the podcast itself, in the descriptions, we'll have your website and all your Facebook information. So, you know, anyone listening, anyone watching can connect with you. They, you can go to the website, you know, either check it out and or donate. Um, you can do it all right there. 
Um, you are a registered 501c3 nonprofit, correct? Uh, not the 501c3 as a okay. church, as gotcha. a church, registered as a church nonprofit in USA. Okay, great, great. Thank you for yes. clarifying that. So um, yep. for 501c3, uh, if you're a church, then mm -hmm. you don't need 501c3. Okay, right. right. So many mm -hmm. people don't know this. Right. If you're mm -hmm. a church, then you don't need 501c3. Right. So you are still tax exempt, you know. Yes. Uh, yes. You can give when you give to the church and right. get the receipt from the church. This uh, amount or funds uh, donation right. will be tax exempt. Right. Same. Same goes for you, right? Yes. If if they give to this ministry. Yes. Same. Same goes. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Great. Well, man, we have um, several things to do. Um, in future episodes, in future videos, we'll make. Yes. Um, I think that's a great start. We, we got some background from you. Um, there, yes. We, we know there's plenty more that we can, uh, we can elaborate on later. Um, so, look, we'll go ahead, uh, since we're about out of time for this episode, um, we'll go ahead and wrap up. If you can stay on, um, we, we can talk after this as well um, to yes. finish. Okay. Um, okay. But, you know, for everyone that listened, you know, I really thank you for listening, for watching. Um, definitely, uh, you know, stay tuned for more, but go to Facebook, the links below to, to, uh, check out Emmanuel and his wife, Samara. Um, they're wonderful people. They're doing a wonderful work. And hopefully through this, you get to hear some of that. Um, so thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And as usual, there's more at acts242.com. Uh, Emmanuel, brother, pastor, thank you, sir. Um, thank you very, very much for doing this. And I look forward to doing more. Thank you so much for being with us for so many years, trusting us, trusting our ministry God has given to us and standing with us in many different ways. Thank it's, you. It's my we pleasure. would love to like <laughs> next episode on like uh, how God worked uh, in the beginning. Some testimonies Ooh. from your life, Brother TJ Ooh. and church and our, you know, especially our yeah. the part that the car, the first car that right. God provided us right, in right. this country <laughs> through you and how that car bring Man. more blessings to your life. Right. How obeying right. the Lord, it works in our right. life and Amen. take us to the next level. Right. So for Absolutely. next next episode for this, you will hear the testimony, how God is more faithful when we obey to his voice. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I yes. love the sound of that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. so, okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Thank All you. right. Well, All thank right. you, brother. You. And um, till next time. You thank are you. welcome. And thank you so much for, for everything what you have been doing with us for the kingdom of the Lord. Absolutely. Absolutely. God thank bless you. you. All right, guys. This is Acts 2 and 42 podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Amen. I